0: Hey guys, I just wanted to pop in before this one gets going, because it feels appropriate to let you know that this was recorded a few days before the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. When it comes to the MCU, we try not to go out of order because you have a whole bunch of different characters that keep getting introduced and different storylines that keep getting introduced, and they really help tell the story of the Infinity Saga. But in light of recent events, it feels like it's warranted for us to go out of order this time. So next week, instead of talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, We're going to be celebrating the life of Chadwick Boseman, and we're going to be talking about the landmark superhero film, Black Panther. I hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode on the new Netflix film, Project Power, and until next week, Wakanda forever. citizens, welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. And this is the show that if you take the blue pill, the story's going to end, you wake up in your bed and you believe whatever you want to believe. And if you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, I show you how deep this rabbit hole goes. And if you take the yellow swirly pill, or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get animal DNA released in your body or unleashed. Some, something or, like that. Um, we've been playing a lot of Fall Guys lately, and it's no secret that the yellow team is the worst team. How long have you been holding on to that? Literally just came up with it. Oh, boy. All right. (laughs) Number one sidekick superfan, Steven, what do you think the yellow pill is all about? It's not blue,
1: and right off the rip, you guys should know I have a problem with that.
0: (laughs) But we'll we'll
1: make an exception.
0: (laughs) I bet if you took the yellow pill, you'd just turn blue. I would turn blue. That would be his power. It'd pretty much be like the equivalent of Violet Beauregard, (laughs) Willy Wonka style. You're Violet, Violet. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly what I wanted. (laughs) Good job, Pil. I just blew myself. <laughs> hey. We're talking about Project Power from two weeks ago, 2020. <laughs> Directed by, I got to look this up, Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman, Famous directors. You might remember them from Catfish, that documentary. They did Paranormal Activity 3 and 4, and then two other movies that maybe people have heard about, but maybe not. And Project Power. And Project Power. Yeah. <laughs> have you boys ever seen this before?
1: I think I might have seen it. What I've never seen. It I before. think I saw it like four years ago <laughs> right. for the
0: first time. And uh, no, no, of course not. We can't even joke about seeing this thing in theaters because this is Netflix. This right. Is a Netflix. Original. Also, what are theaters? What are theaters? They're. It's 2020. Those empty buildings exist. with seats facing a piece of fabric. But now. that's not important right now. That's not important. <laughs> Beautifully, done. you're gonna airplane us. I love it. <laughs> Sidekick super fan number one, Steven. Those were words in the, an order. That's not the right order, but we'll let you get away with it. Got to earn the right order. Got to earn my
1: respect. <laughs> I think I've earned it. <laughs> well, uh, what do you think of it? It
0: is a fun movie. It is fun. I had fun. Yeah. I had fun. It was enjoyable. Are we all in agreement? Because that's weird. I, I, think, think, I weird. think we are. All right. Let me turn my hat backwards. <laughs> and uh, Oh, you're going to break stuff? No, I like it too. It's total. <laughs> it's total no, I was going to catch them all. Oh. Guess what that, that's ah. the sign for it, right? Got it. I thought you were going to go full durst on us. No. Break your fucking face tonight. Give that. me something to break. I swore singing Limp Biscuit. I had to listen to oh. the non edited version of it. Wait, how did you know those what the word words? was? <laughs> wow. Didn't know that bit was going to come back so fast. That was a real quick callback. <laughs> One week turnaround. Yeah. We're getting lazier. <laughs> 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 I just Sean down He laughed directly into the microphone. He's going to love that you even just brought his name up. That's that true. you gave him jerk material saying they know my name. <laughs> Sean Muldowney's his own thirst quencher for attention when it comes down to it. Yeah, and now that we've said his name a few times, we have to abide. Go listen to Nerdy Thursday. Go. Yep. If they ever put out an episode ever again. Hold on. Did I say it two or three times, his name? I think it was twice. Right. Three so times. Three in, he finishes. And then he, Sean he wakes up like that. <laughs> 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 Want to just get into this thing? Yeah, let's let's just get into it. But first. What? What the actual fuck is this synopsis? Is this one from Italy or Germany or... Let's just say I didn't have a lot to talk about with this movie, so I took Netflix's official synopsis, and I ran it through Google Translate through, like, 17 different languages until it got fucky enough for my taste. So you forced translation? Oh, definitely forced it. Okay. Russian, Czech. Well, that's something. Czech, Czech. Czech, Czech. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. If you just keep checking down on it, really, do you think it's going to change it more? Like, it just gets rid of the pronouns at a point? Yeah, well- at a point, I brought it back to English, and it was still the original text, and I was like, that can't be right. No, Google, thank you. Google remembers. So I started copying and pasting what it gave me the translate, and then translating to another language, and basically really forcing this bit so hard. Fair enough. But here we go. Fire away. There's news on the streets of New Orleans, as well as news of a mysterious new tablet that is attracting the entire super state. Trick. Super state. <laughs> trick. I don't know what's going to happen until I understand. <laughs> Some have bulletproof skin, invisibility, and are especially strong, while others have a fatal reaction. But when the pills are criminalized from dangerous levels in the city, a local police officer is a retired soldier led by a teenager and a secret vengeance. Access. The group responsible (laughs) for their creation is accompanied by pills that prevent and take risks. Okay. So there you go. Now you know what the movie's about. Yep. So that was fun. Yeah, it was a thing. Let's give this uh, super a super score. Super score, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. based on that. Based on that, what do you guys think? The Super State of New Orleans <laughs> setting. Uh, no, we do start in New Orleans. There's a mysterious drug dealer slash businessman slash whitest guy ever offering a free supply of power to a group of drug dealers, including Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, Mr. Megan Fox himself. Now, is that real? Yeah, Are they dating. Yeah. Ouch. That Who's hurt. got that one worse? Megan Fox, for yeah, sure, absolutely, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. What's his real name? Birth name? Colson Baker. I would go by Machine Gun Kelly all day. Yeah, if that's the case. Well, in the credits of this, he didn't. He was like Colson. I'm Baker. a prop. Put my if, proper name. If The on there. Rock can change his name to the normal name now, be Dwayne Johnson, I could be Colson Baker. Well, this is this is what his second Netflix movie,
1: <laughs> is it?
0: Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He was in Bird Box. He he in the other. Uh... Was that a Sandra Bullock movie? Didn't see it. <laughs> I don't blame you, sir. Um, is that the one where you can't open your eyes? That's the one where you can't open your yes, eyes. And if you're watching they, it, or should you. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, He, he uh, he's in it for like a good bit, actually. And he gets away. He's like one of the few that doesn't die. What is his real job? He's a rapper? Is
0: he? Allegedly. All right. I don't want to start a beef. I know how East-West works or whatever. Right. He got into it with Eminem, actually. Did he? He did. Which, how hilarious is that? Right. It's like back in the day, we had... What was it? East West, Biggie, Tupac, that whole thing, whatever yeah. it was. And now we have Eminem and Machine. Yeah, gun now Kelly. it's White Dad and his angsty teenage <laughs> yeah. son. Yeah. Uh, shut up, Dad. It's Detroit. and lives. probably somewhere in Florida. Cleveland. He, he looks like a Florida man. Is he from Cleveland? He's from very, Machine very Gun mu- Kelly's
1: from Cleveland. Very much so. That's very, not very much proud of, a of beef. Cleveland.
0: Detroit and Cleveland? Who it's the cares? the same place. <laughs> you call it Believe Land, Eminem. Who <laughs> cares? Ah, <laughs> oh, we're going to fight over this lake it's Dumb. All right. Anyway. The Midwest. <laughs> we love them. That, that's what, great. We, thanks, thanks for the listen. That's listens. what we're going after. It's the Midwest. Even Lex Luthor wouldn't even try to get that land. Well, there's no ocean. That's a good point, actually. You cracked the code. I can't argue that. I like that the main guy here, Rodrigo Santoro, that's an actor. Trust yeah. me.
1: He, how uh, dare you, sir? <laughs> what else is he in, Steven? He's Xerxes in 300, which I know how you guys feel about yep, that movie. Okay. He's in Westworld. As one of the more interesting uh, characters. Season one? Season one. Okay, so when the show I don't was good. acknowledge season two nor three. <laughs> um, and that's the extent of my knowledge of okay. him. Okay, so, so pretty he was much. he in two things. In,
0: in 300, he said, I'm going to be a bald, really creepy looking everything guy. And now he just is going to be more or less a magician looking man. Dave, this
1: is my fifth time on this show and you yeah, still well. don't
0: get my aesthetic? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair. Here's Completely I will say fair.
0: this. Knowing now that this is the man who played Xerxes- Good for him. He's got range. He's got great, like, vis- visual range he has. Visual because he looks range. nothing like Xerxes in this movie. <laughs> he looks like Rachel <laughs> Ghoul. That's fair. Yeah. But like a less Liam Neeson y version. Less yep.
1: Liam Neesons.
0: Fewer Neesons. Lower on the Neeson scale. But I like that he's like, You sure do ask a lot of questions. And Machine Gun Kelly's like, Yeah, I'm newt. And that's supposed what? to mean something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, cool. This that guy. Reminds me of like John Mulaney. Yeah, well, I'm new in town. <laughs> Like one of those things. Yeah, except that answer would make sense. I have questions because I'm new, but instead he says his name. I'm Newt. Yeah, uh, that's how you establish a character in a film, I suppose. I guess. And they expect me to know who Machine Gun Kelly is. I think that's the reveal they wanted there. More or less likely to know Machine Gun Kelly than Rodrigo Santoro. You had to look down? I did. I had to look down. <laughs> I just said his name like two minutes ago. I had to look yeah, down. Fair. Six weeks later, there's strange reports all over the city of people with extraordinary powers. Robin... Played by Dominique Fishback, one of our, our leads of this movie, is a young dealer slash amateur rapper, and is nearly robbed by customers seeking power. She's playing down in her age. How much? About 12 years. No really? kidding. She's 29 years old. Wow. I had to look this okay. up and I was like, oh, she's new to the game. Turns out she is she's not, not new to the game. She's actually played a mom at one wow. point already. Okay. So not new to the game at all. Interesting. She's playing a child very well. I, I buy it. Yeah. I definitely yeah. buy it. We find out what the pill actually does. For five minutes, you get a power. You get whatever you get, and there's also a chance that you could just blow up. I have questions about this, and we're going to get there. Yeah. Later on, we're going to get there. But when I hear that you get what you get, I got really excited because I kind of thought this was going to be like a Resurrection Man type thing, where when you take the pill, your power is different every single time. You don't know what the power is going to be. It turns out you have the same power. Yeah. So I had that question, too.
1: I kind of liked that, though. Like. It, it, and we'll get there, like you said. It yeah. confirms later on that like it's always the same power, right? Right. I really like that. I don't know why. I, that that was cool to me. That it's 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 something that happens like molecularly, but because of animal stuff. Because of animals. Because of animals. But, but we'll, but get, we'll there. get there. <laughs> we'll get there.
0: Robin is rescued by an NOPD officer, Frank Shaver, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's back. He's Yo back. Bro. He's back. Like actually back. Like yeah. he took three years off to like raise his kids and whatnot. Because you know, at three, they're good. <laughs> you in the gordon levitt household at three yeah. you're on your own all son. right back to making movies let me know when john lithgow calls and he hires you to play the grandson in in fourth rock from the sun or whatever fourth rock that'd be mars but still third rock from the sun's really fucking good still i'm curious how they would spin that off they probably, I want to see that now though. i do too you've put it in my head and i want joseph gordon levitt to be like, i want to think that somewhere french stewart just Got really, really excited knowing that someone said his name. I'm Unemployable again? <laughs> when someone says French Stewart, a French Stewart opens his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> barely. Barely. What an act. It's a Gilbert Gottfried act. He keeps the eyes closed on purpose. That's true. It's amazing. I'm not going to do my Gilbert Gottfried impression because it will blow out all of the microphones. <laughs> That's right. All three of them. Fair enough. So it turns out that Frank is one of Robin's regular buyers, and he's taking the pills to level the playing field. I like that. He's a cop. He's like, these guys are taking out entire precincts. He comes off as a corrupt cop, but then it also is like, I'm the corrupt cop with a heart, with a heart, of, heart gold. of gold. <laughs> yeah. Also, the less corrupt of the rest of the cops. We Somehow. Out, right? Yeah. Somehow. And he finds a way. Well, there it is. Art, played by Jamie Fox, is a man hunting for the distributor Biggie.
1: I have a real problem with that name reveal because he never tells us that. As a matter of fact, I was watching with captions on and he's the man for most of the movie, the man. Yep, just the man. And at some point, and then he's the major. Then yep, he's, and he's the major. And then at some point, he and Robin get close, and he's just art without ever that being really shown on screen. Hmm. I don't know why that bothered me so much. And sometimes it, I kind of weren't my... the only one because when they you. started
0: calling him Art, I was like, "Who, Who the is fuck art? is this?" Yeah, thank you. Okay, I never cared. <laughs> that's just a person. I'm so happy thing, you're I, guess. Here right now. I was like, I was like, all right, so that's the guy. Cool. Steven, I have a question for you. He's not blue in this movie, Jamie Fox. Is this going to be a problem? Because he was blue in the last, like the last time we saw him, in Amazing Spider-Man Two. He was very blue. Dab a dee, dab die.
1: But he hasn't taken that pill yet, so I'm holding out hope. Fair enough.
0: Okay, all right. We'll get there.
1: Boy, will we. <laughs> so Art <laughs> tracks wait. down
0: Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> and breaks into his apartment, and Art shoots at him and is like, "Hey, I don't want to hurt you."
1: Are we gonna ignore the Newt calling card? Literally, a the newt? calling card. Drew a Newt with what looked to be an alligator. A newt?
0: <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock used to like draw his profile as like his calling card. This guy drew an entire fucking Newt. Detailed.
1: Very detailed. <laughs> You'd be so much better off just writing out your name, Newt.
0: <laughs> and it also appears on his door, so we know we're in the right space. I mean, why not? I mean, if, you, if you put your name on a door, and you're trying to be all secretive by using a Newt as your symbol, but you just put Newt on your door, I know a certain director who would love that. So Art shoots at him, and he's like, hey, calm down. I'm just here to talk. Like like you usually do. Yeah, mixed you Mixed signals, for sure. Run in, shoot at a person, and go,
1: whoa, I don't want to hurt you. I do have to say, though, for this being the first time we really get to see, I mean, the movie just started, but
0: he's a badass. Oh, big time. He's oh, a badass. Oh, yeah, he is. He does I, the thing with the shoelace to unlock the chain that door. That was so cool. I, I was, was like, all right, now I know how to do that.
1: I was immediately on board with him being a badass. And yeah. Then, like, all right, I'm in the passenger seat now. Let's go. I always have to
0: like remember that Jamie Foxx is a really good actor. Yes. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. He's not one of those that I'm like consciously like, oh, cool, Jamie Foxx is going to be a really great performance. I go, Jamie Foxx, all right, which one? <laughs> <laughs> which one? That's appropriate. So it's funny you say that because I,
1: I, start, I started this over the weekend, and my roommate was like, oh, what are you watching? And I told him, and I was like, oh, he's like, Jamie Foxx, right? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> and and he has some questionable really? roles. Yeah, he has he some does, questionable roles. He
0: did roles. Amazing Spider-Man 2, and that was considered right. an absolutely just atrocious performance. He's got an Oscar for Ray. He yeah. did Ray. He yeah. played a guy named Motherfucker Jones, which is just cool. He sure did. That's true. He also was in uh, one of the Desert War movies, whichever one that was. What was the one he was Jarhead. in with, with Robert Downey Jr., where he was the uh, the homeless violist or cellist so the or whatever? soloist or the something soloist? like that? Yeah. Mm. He was really good in that. Yeah. It was a dramatic role. He was not blue. Yeah. So I just didn't think fair. that was like a,
1: a fair response. Like, Ugh. I'm good. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs>
0: Jamie Foxx. Pass. <laughs> No. So Art just wants Machine Gun Kelly's supplier. He steals his phone, and then uh, Machine Gun Kelly pops one of those pills and goes full Johnny Storm and attacks Art. It looks awesome. It looks so good. Yeah. Like, they did an amazing job.
1: It's worth noting, too, that the first time you see Newt, he's- just machine gun Kelly's face. And right. then when you see him in the doorway, he's something's going on. Six weeks later, he's all scarred up and sweaty. And yeah, I, I actually was really thinking he was going to turn into like a killer croc kind of situation. Cause he does have he the gator too.
0: A pet alligator. Really
1: leaning into this name. Um, and I was like, Oh, he's kind of scaly. He's going to turn into an alligator and then fucking flames and just
0: completely unexpected. Took me by surprise, but I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. Yep. Art does a pretty good job of holding his own against him or at least running away from him for a while. And then Machine Gun Kelly, for whatever reason, is like, I'm going to take three more of these pills. Uh, does that because. mean that, do they all last for five minutes, or is now did he like, it's 15 minutes now? Does it give him 15? Or does that give him five really powerful minutes? I don't know, but also, isn't this like the biggest apartment complex of all time that they're running through? It's pretty huge. It's huge. It's massive. There's a lot of good graffiti going on, but there's also a lot of like broken decks that yeah. you can jump between easily. Yes. I don't know.
1: I think this movie answers that question, because I also had that and we'll get there but I, this movie does confirm okay. that it, it it prolongs the duration not necessarily the effect although effect
0: too right cuz he he dies he gets too flamy yeah he, he he got a little too flamy gets a little too flamy and he explodes in a bathtub of boiling water right while art is waterboarding him so while Jamie Kenny is reeling from the explosion, he has a, a flashback to his kid. Did you call, Jamie, did you call Joe, it Jamie Kenny? <laughs> what the hell did, you call did I just say? <laughs> uh, who is Jamie Kenny? I said Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, but no, <laughs> now that you say it is perfect. Now that you say it is perfect.
1: Machine Gun yeah, Kelly is more like We're
0: actually talking about Kennedy. The Mask 2 right now. Uh, I was thinking uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Right. This conversation needs that's... to end right now as well. <laughs> that's as much time as Jamie Kennedy needs. He's going to get off on, on a Sean Muldowney level. Just from hearing his name again. He knew two of my movies? <laughs> <laughs> he was also in that that movie about like heckling. I think it was called Heckler, in fact. Oh. With the comedians and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was in that. He wasn't he, one of the comedians. No, he was, was he. just complaining though. And I went, ah, have you met Jamie Kennedy? That's the experience. Ugh. No, that was the right reaction to that. <laughs> Thank you. So while Jamie Foxx is reeling from from this explosion, he has a flashback to his kid getting kidnapped. As you do. Just real quick. Yeah, like, sure. All right. His truck's upside down. Kid's getting taken. Liam Neeson style. And Neesons. we move on. Robin's at home. Her mom is sick. We don't know with what yet, but we will find out eventually. She's going to pick up some soup and her mom's prescription. And apparently, Machine Gun Kelly is her cousin. And I have questions, but we won't get answers, so it doesn't it's matter. progressive world. I all right. Like, I
1: like that they treat it like a non-issue.
0: I do too, but yep. I'm also like, Machine Gun Kelly?
1: I think... I think... <laughs> I think Machine Gun Kelly probably had some creative control in like the script writing was, there. If it was Jamie Kennedy, I would have bought it.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. Don't be hating. Machine Gun Kelly falls into that weird thing of like when you say, oh, they're a rapper. It's like, okay, got it. Machine Gun Kelly is in like the Eminem territory of like a white rapper. It depends on what you mean by territory. And that, yes, he's a rapper and he's white. He's yeah. not in Eminem territory. No, he's not. <laughs> and we, have I'm glad we drew our line in the sand on that argument of that, that beef that they have. Yeah. Detroit. What was that one show or movie where they're like, Oh yeah, they're getting gay married. They it was like, just married or whatever. Just married. Keen Peel. Was Key and Peel? Yes. Peele? Yes. All right. yes.
1: Which is actually the second Key and Peel reference here. I think my Liam Neesons went unnoticed before. No, hard no. Oh, Every love single it.
0: time we talk about Liam Neeson. The Liam Neesons. We mean Liam Neesons. Good, good. So Robin texts Machine Gun Kelly's phone because her mom's like, check on your cousin. He's he lives near where that big old apartment explosion happened. But Art stole the phone, so she sets up a meeting with Art at Church's Chicken, because for some reason emojis. Because there's no KFC emojis. I guess yeah. I guess Church's Chicken is the easiest emojis to type out. Church if you're, if you're Chicken for a uh, place to meet up. Well, I like how all the other emojis are like pill, pizza, pizza. pill, pizza. Where should we meet? Church Chicken. <laughs> like. One of those. I like. I'm the... going to figure out real fast. <laughs> he, he figured out where their <laughs> usual meeting spot was, though, because he was. She was like, "What time?" Or he was like, "What time?" She's like, "Same time as always."
1: Just the one church's chicken in. New I feel Orleans. like they should have yep. shown like
0: Jamie Fox at a Barnes and Noble or something buying a book and just like, "I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> I have no idea." Yeah, no clue. I'm just going to eat everything on the, the church's chicken menu. Well, while, while the while I wait, The employees tell me how good I look. So then she rap battles her health teacher, who's a total dick, but then not actually. That's a thing that happens. Cause he's like, Hey, you're never gonna amount to anything, you dumb student. And she's like, I'm gonna rap. Actually, gonna her rap friend right now. her friend is like, We're gonna have to rap, rap battle. And then right now we're gonna rap battle class. the health teacher. And then none of that happened. So Yep, it turned out to be a dream and that just wasted my time. It's I actually my life. really liked the way they cut back to reality. I was like, it was so quick, I was like, Oh damn, I was was part it was of fine. That it was unnecessary. It was fine.
1: No, I agree. I kind of was like, oh, she like got to live out that moment yeah. that every student wishes they had. And she then got to it was have gone.
0: this this moment of glory in her own head of yeah. this, and, then... and we
1: got to see it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh. It got it. It was taken away that quickly. It's good for. Oh, never
0: mind. Yeah. Meanwhile, Frank's on the scene of a bank robbery by a power enhanced thief. There's a bunch of dudes in suits taking over the scene, and Frank just pops a pill and goes into the bank. And here's where we
1: get our confirmation. So if Joseph Gordon-Levitt takes the one pill and he sets his watch and knows five minutes. five minutes. He sets
0: it to five minutes.
1: This man is still invisible by the time he's running out of his five minutes. Correct. So he must have taken multiple he and they must stack. That's
0: a a, a leap because I had the same question. Yeah, it could just all be bad storytelling. <laughs> it could be because they go through this whole chase Never. Scene. This man's a chameleon man. Yes. He's got some sort of. Camouflage that looks really cool. It looks great really the way they good. do it. While he's did running either through. of you pause and see if he had junk? Because I didn't, but I figured one of you would. I did not. Uncharacteristically, I didn't. Oh, well, didn't okay. even think of it. We're growing up. Look at that. This is great. Didn't even pause. Welcome CPU to the had new Cape Podcast. He definitely had so the more ass. mature version. I feel like I should do an NPR voice for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome um. to the new Cape Podcast. You have to hold your glass. With where we, hands. where we don't look at dicks. And pause to see what the genitalia situation is We don't is pause to like. see the dicks. We still look at them when they, ap- when they appear. But... It's not our fault that Machine Gun Kelly's in this movie. <laughs> it's not our fault. Machine Gun Kelly's dick, not in this movie. Not in this movie. I assume. I don't know. I didn't pause to look. <laughs> <laughs> because we grew up. No dick slips. So the thief has this active camouflage thing that's really cool. And eventually, Frank drops his gun, and the nearly invisible thief picks it up and shoots Frank in the head. Yeah. Usually, normally, that's not going to work out well for the guy getting shot in the head. Generally, that's a bad thing. But his superpower is that he's bulletproof. Yes, conveniently. He's a he's cop. Bruce Willis. Yes. Bruce, he is, he is Bruce Willis? He's Bruce Willis. He's Kimmy Schmidt. So when it gets shot in the head, he gets up. I got it. Unbreakable. I you, got it. Don't you're, look you're, so proud. I don't know. I'm just saying I like that we let it hang, and then you went and said it, so you ruined it. Because you're sitting there like you just did something clever. You also did it two episodes ago. That's fair. <laughs> Actually, he did it two well, episodes yes, ago. Fair. fair. I like when he captures the Chameleon Man after he becomes oh, conscious again after getting shot in the dome. And when he captures him, his watch is going off the five minutes, as we said. And then Chameleon Man, conveniently, the same exact time, his chameleon powers go away as well. Maybe they took the pills at the same time. And that's the stretch. That's the whole stretch. <laughs> yeah. Is I'm not sure that it was an elongated thing of powers. I think it was poor storytelling. So we don't think he robbed the bank invisible? Absolutely, I think he did. Oh, he oh, definitely okay. did. And I think his five minutes just lasted a Fast and the Furious quarter mile. Makes sense. Nice. Way too long. But all the other cops were there, and they saw JGL get shot in the head. They are all like, he's dead. But then he gets up, and they're like, he's not dead. He probably took that power pill, huh? So his captain suspends him and for using power. What would it be power. like if you were actually super in this world? People are just going to assume you're a drug addict. Like yeah. if Superman appeared in uh, the super state New Orleans, then people are going to be like, druggie, don't. Nope. Vigilante isn't bad. He's a drug addict. How many different kinds of pills did this guy get? Because he's got all the powers. got them all. But it turns out that's not the case because it's the same power every right. time. So. This movie really doesn't leave a lot to the imagination of proper superheroes in the world. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. All animal-based superheroes are definitely druggies, though. Fact. Maybe. <laughs> all your Spider-Men and Ant-Men. And I know you don't like any of the ones that are critter-based or bug-based, at least. I'm just going to go ahead and say, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So the captain is like, give me your, your badge and your gun. And then he's like, by the way, the government personnel are pressuring me to terminate any investigation into power. And also, here's a picture of, of the guy. I know it just suspended you. But like, here's here's the guy we think it is. Right. <laughs> They're telling me it's this guy. And it's a picture of art. Yes. It's Jamie Foxx, not Kennedy. In his military regalia. Yes. They're like, this is the, the source. The power source, as John C. McGinley would call it, when he was talking about his penis. His penis, right. In power Fake source. Doctors Real Friends, which is a fantastic podcast, Scrubs watch. Go ahead. Listen. Huge fan. So Art hangs out at Church's Chicken all day long, waiting for Robin to show up. And when she does, he slashes a tire on her bike, and then abducts her. Very yeah, aggressive. Do. Dick move. He throws her in the trunk, or in the bed of his truck. It has a, it's kind of cover, so it's not like she can just jump out. Right. Dominique Fishback, though, is crushing it Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that she's been abducted. Right. I don't know what kind of mental place you have to go for a performance like that, but good on her. She did it.
1: You know what I always wonder, though? And again, so I I watch a lot of this with subtitles, so I'm really seeing the words, too. Let me out. Do you think that that's ever worked for anybody? No.
0: Someone in the middle? (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Let me out. Why didn't you just say so? Oh, oh, you don't want to be in there. (laughs) Oh. Oh! And I, this whole time, I thought this was a thing.
1: I okay. found myself asking myself that after this scene a few times. Like, would I let her drop be? the pills? Oh my bad. Oh
0: okay. <laughs> oh okay.
1: <laughs> is it lazy dialogue or is it really good dialogue? I, I don't know.
0: That would be so good. You ever seen the invention of lying, Ricky Gervais? I
1: always wanted to. I it good. It's, I've, it's, it's okay. I've never. It's clever. I love the premise. I it's really do. It's very clever.
0: I feel like that would belong in there. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I would abuse the shit. The world's out of that. gonna end if you don't sleep with me right now. Oh, was it Jennifer Gardner? Is that who it is? I don't remember. No, it was it wasn't it was some random person. Because see. her character ends up being not in the movie for the rest of it. So. <laughs> All right. After he realizes that was bad. Oh, I would abuse the fuck out of that. <laughs> what would you do? Now I'm curious. Jennifer Gardner's in the movie, but that's not the person he Also says Louis it, so. CK's in there. Oh. So you know, just generally right. good people. <laughs> How dare you. And Jeffrey Tambor. You're right. <laughs> generally good people. <laughs> Art just kind of expects everybody to be more calm than the situation calls for. She's in the trunk kicking. He's like, why won't you calm down? Well, because you're literally abducting me. Got good reasons. He threatens to kill her mom. And then he's like, all right, now take me to the drug cartel safe house. Am I lying? Fair. Am I lying? Yeah, it's his line. It's a little forced, but it's good. It is a good line. I like it. Biggie and Gardner, they're the drug suppliers. They're meeting with some cartel lady from South America. And that's a scene. Robin secretly texts Frank for help. Which like, you're gonna put her in the front seat with you? Why let her have her phone on her? That's silly. It is a little silly. Let's talk about uh, this movie. Does a really interesting thing with costume here. What they throw JG Ellen? Do you notice who it was? The jersey. I I noticed it was a Saints jersey. Steve Gleason. Gleason. You can't go wrong with Steve Gleason. Steve I'm be talking about number thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Gleason is. I'm gonna more or less call him the face of ALS at this point. His career is obviously over now, but. He had recovered a fumble for a touchdown in a playoff game. I'm not a Saints fan. I'm not going to memorize this stuff sure. and waste my time. I have Mets things I need to memorize. <laughs> oh, dear.
1: How do you keep the brain capacity for all those things? It's easy. They don't do shit, ever.
0: <laughs> Their thing things. is July 1st when Bobby Bonilla gets a payday. It's pathetic. That's I want to say fantastic. it, was, it like, wasn't too long ago that Bobby Bonilla was like the highest paid outfielder on that payroll. Did I show you the picture? I was on a Zoom call with me and Bobby
1: Valentine. i. I meant to send it to him to send to you, no? Bobby V's a personal hero. He definitely
0: sent it to me. I did not send it oh, to Oh, okay.
1: I probably should have just sent it to you, too, since I have your phone number. That's a thing. You've
0: texted me a number of times saying, I'm looking at Bobby Valentine's feet right now. He, he walks by my desk <laughs> often. Does Bobby Valentine have an OnlyFans? What is OnlyFans? I'm not kidding when I ask this. Oh, I feel like I'm getting um, into dangerous territory. So glad you asked. I think Mitchell from Nerdy Thursday put it best when he said, it's Patreon for perverts. That checks out. So what does that mean? Well, if you have an OnlyFans account, you're probably putting up naked pictures of yourself that you're just, hey, buy my naked pictures. Okay. That's the world we're in now, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got to make a dollar however you can, Dave. Speaking of making a dollar, go sign up patreon.com slash kpodcasters. <laughs> it's like an audible OnlyFans for you f- You find yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> exactly. check out onlyfans.com slash kpodcasters for, no. <laughs> for pictures of Brian's feet. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Yeah, sure. We'll go with Bobby that. Valentine's feet also. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you want me to go with that. <laughs> like I was saying, Steve Gleason's probably the safest choice they could go with for wearing a New Orleans jersey because he's a proper hero yeah. in that city at this point. What was weirder though is that they have the Gleason jersey, they have the Saints logo, but they don't have an NFL crest anywhere, which just blew my mind a little bit noticing huh. it. So interesting. Yeah, well, I, think- I guess rights are expensive for things. Yeah. The good thing about the Saints logo is it's pretty generic and you could probably get a pretty close representation without it's actually just a biting it. Florida Lake, that's yeah. it. So probably not licensed, but good on them for for making it believable and for putting a real hero in the movie, yeah. sort of. I mean, Put a Steve Gleason better jersey than putting... on a corrupt cop with a heart of gold. <laughs> Perfect. So Robin brings Art to the safe house. It's in the back of a Hong Kong market. She asks for alligator wine because that's that's the code. And I like that the the the, the girl at the deli is like. It's not a thing. Immediately, that's not a. She's like, "Could you just ask?" She rolls her eyes, which is great. It's all believable. I get it. The thing yeah. I like about this movie is how believable it is, except for you know, like the stuff that's not. <laughs> except for the main plot points, right, right, right. Robin is taken to the back, and Art loses track of her because a guy in a wheelchair thought he was an employee, or was he trying to distract? No, them? no. Here's the thing. I get that. I actually, well, you look like an a, employee. I, I got like everywhere you go. <laughs> I got like retail stank on me though. Any store I go into, anyone asks like for help. Always ask me. That's like, I'm wearing a Batman shirt. We're in Target. What a, why would
1: I know this? It's those baby blues. It they're, in, they're inviting and they're disarming.
0: It's very frustrating. You look like a general manager. Do I have that type of authority, <laughs> oh, first of all? You know what? Supervi- floor supervisor. My, I would believe you A floor supervisor. would be like anywhere. wearing a blue shirt into a Best Buy. I did that for a few years. But you worked there. Yeah. But so- <laughs> people would always ask me questions anyway. It's crazy. Oh, boy. So Robin tells the guy in the back that the major is right outside. So he's like, that's not good. And then Art comes back, and he's like, are you Biggie? He's like, no, Biggie works in, what does he say? Biggie works in sales. This is distribution. It's clever. It's very clever because yeah. it's was- it like grocery store lingo, but also definitely talking about drugs. Sure. So he stabs him in the neck. Yeah, I with- get it. With a pair of scissors. Yeah. He's a badass. He is such a badass. Yeah, big time badass. Jimmy Fox is amazing. So he's fighting a bunch of drug dealers, and they're like, fire up the, the mobile office in the 18-wheeler with Robin locked inside, and start driving away. And then Art just takes out everybody, but the main guy, he took a pill, and we don't see anything from that for a while, <laughs> Right. He, he takes a pill and then gets got. Yeah, there was a, a point in this movie where you see people pop in the pill, and the yellow pill, and you go, this is cool. I can't wait to see what this power is. But then sometimes it just doesn't even matter. just like, oh, he died anyway. How about that? So Art takes out all the men. He gets on the 18-wheeler. He's having visions of Robin as his daughter. And then he discovers that power users throughout New Orleans are being monitored as test subjects for the drug. So we're getting plot. Finally. And then all of a sudden, one of the cartel guys just comes back to life. Yeah, diehard style. Just spits the bullet out of his chest. That was neat. And then he starts starts chasing Robin. He whacks her with a walk, which I loved. (laughs) Yes. It's kind of like a a more urban friendly tangled. You ever see tangled? Yeah, I've seen tangled. The frying pan? Yeah. That's it's, what it is. It's tangled in a Hong Kong market. There it is. I have a question, Dave. Yeah.
1: The bullet hole closing up and yeah. getting shot at was cool. Yeah. Oh. What'd you like about it? it just look neat. Oh.
0: It it said he didn't have to smell anything.
1: <laughs> you know where I'm going with this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a wolfy thing. Fine. Oh, okay. I just You know what I'm I'm the problem with me, not to bring scrubs back up again. I think I, I might be Doctor Cox because Hugh Jackman. Doctor Cox really hates it. <laughs> he sure does. He sure does. So and it's like, do I have a problem with Hugh Jackman? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Even though I think that Wolverine Origin, Wolverine Origins, Wolverine is a pretty good movie. Wolverine
1: Orgies. Now we're talking. <laughs>
0: Wolverine Orgies. What would that smell like? Do you really want to know? No, I don't. Go to onlyfans.com. <laughs> slash, slash Cape, Cape Podcasters. Podcasters. <laughs> I was gonna say slash it's good. Logan. We're gonna put on a scratch and sniff. <laughs> onlyfans.com slash. That's James the $5 Howard. tier on Cape Podcasters, the scratch and sniff wolverine orgies. <laughs> I will get scratch and sniff stickers made. Don't tempt me. That would be expensive. <laughs> it would be expensive. You gotta get a smell guy. You gotta hire a smell guy <laughs> if you're getting scratch and sniff stickers made. That's a hard sentence to say. You gotta get a smell guy if you're getting scratch and sniff stickers made. Killing it. Moving on. So the cartel guy's five minutes runs out and Art stabs him in the chest. And you know what? Maybe that's the kind of limitation Wolverine needs. I wonder if you get shot at
1: four minutes and 30 seconds, if you have 30 seconds to heal, or if that bullet wound is still bleeding out after that 30 seconds, you're going to die. You know
0: what I mean? Oh, that's a good question. Like, is he going to heal
1: up immediately? Or is there a little bit of, like, a well, time there? Well, it definitely
0: and... took time. I think it's how deep it goes, because it took time after he got shot the first time to come back to life. So you're saying if it was just the tip, just for a sec, yeah, just to see how it feels, it would literally probably be just for a sec. That's almost always the case. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's rules to this movie, and we're going to get there. Save the questions about the rules until... The, the scene that's upcoming. What are the rules? They're coming. So Frank shows up at Robin's house because she texted him, help or heck, but close enough. And I did like that. I thought it was- I liked because that. Because she was texting out looking, and I was like, good good on you, movie. Believable. <laughs> I mean- auto-correct. autocorrect. Yeah, but it was in all caps, and it doesn't auto correct if you're in all caps. Sure. Want well, to have been a really good thing is she put duck, heck. Mm. <laughs> that <laughs> but, would be the most believable autocorrect of all time. The fact that she took the time to make sure it was in all caps, though, Less believable. That's two taps on one button to get that thing to lock. means you're serious, though. You really need Exactly. Well, that's why we know that whenever the president tweets anything, in all caps, it's very serious. Stop it. You're not political. We're not not political. It's not the ragings of a fucking madman. (laughs) (laughs) So Robin's mother is being harassed by these government suit guys, and Frank sneaks into the house. Into the bathroom, strips, and acts like he's just getting out of the shower. And I love this scene. So It's extremely good. So great. He scares off the suits by, you know, taking video of them and asking them questions. flirting with the mom. Everything he knows from, you know, being a cop. And he ends up taking Irene's phone and duct taping it to the back of their van as they leave so he can track it. Which is a very smart Smart. move. Very smart. I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in his movie. I do too. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, period. Almost all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Almost all the time. I've never seen Don John. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't like him in that. You wouldn't like him. But I think that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. So, But he has a nice- Still a good actor, I He guess. has a nice arc. It doesn't surprise me that you've seen that movie at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I think in my college years, which is when it came out, I
0: was actually trying to live that life. Does that check out? I'm trying to think of what year it came out. Yeah, it probably checks out. I don't know. I think it came up before that, because I, I want to say I was like- Oh, no. It, I was going to say after. Oh, well. JGL's been around for a long time. Third rock Good for his son. Good for him. So during the whole kerfuffle, Art got shot. So now- Oh, right. I forgot about that. Robin brings him to the vet where her mom works when she works. And she's like sewing up his wounds. And he's like, you got to game the system hard and the system's gaming you. So right. This is your message what's part your, of the movie. What's your superpower? Yeah. What, what makes you better than everybody else? And she's like, I rap. And he's like, ha. And then she gets mad. He's like, oh, really? So she freestyles for him. She's like, give me a word. And she she does a freestyle. And he's like- Ooh, and I love Jamie Foxx in this movie. He's yeah. very good. The part that bothered me about this is that freestyle rap is extremely impressive when it's done. Yes. When you know it's scripted, it's a little weird. It's a little less impressive, although I've heard very bad freestyle, and it makes me cringe so well, hard. Well, yeah. So th- at least this was- Oh, she's extremely it was good. definitely she's scripted, extremely but it was good. at least
1: good. And I, and I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. Is the we We've so far only seen a very- childlike and, um, like vulnerable almost yeah. Robin and somewhere in the stitching him up that power struggle changes and you see like, oh, this is a girl who lives on the streets of New Orleans yeah. and is getting by selling drugs right? to keep her mother, uh, you know, alive. Absolutely. And it's a, it's an interesting dichotomy. And
0: it's funny because Jamie Foxx actually calls her on that when they're in the car outside of the Hong Kong grocery. Yes. And she's still like after he threatens to kill her, She's trying to <laughs> to portray herself as a child to get sympathy from him so he doesn't do anything to her. And then right here she finally drops the act. Well, he called her out and said, like, no, once you hit the streets, you gave that up. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. good for exactly. you. And and she shows it here and it's like, Yeah, good. good. Good on you. Yeah. She's extremely good. She is extremely good. And Jamie Foxx reveals that after leaving the military, he was recruited by this company, Telios. It's a private defense contractor who experimented on him. To create superpowers. And when his daughter Tracy was born a few years later, after the experiments were over, she had powers and never had to take a drug. And then she was abducted by Wallace, who is this teleos operative. Right, we've all seen X3, we know. Yeah, so, so basically, there you go. <laughs> right. Uh, the X3 is about to come out in full force, because this whole act is X3. I'm trying to remember the plot of X3. I have I Origins Wolverine up. on my mind. Well, that's a good one, that's why. I'll explain as we go along. Jamie Foxx starts having those crazy flashbacks again. It's a thing. Keeps happening. Character development. It's a funny thing. Art and Robin find Biggie, hosting a private demonstration of Project Power for potential buyers near the Superdome, where there's a bunch of Saints fans around. You know, whatever. There's a game. It's New Orleans. Who there's that a lot beat of people Saints. around. Yeah. Art sneaks in as a bouncer slash bodyguard. He's like, yeah, I belong here. I got this red jacket. It's
1: very cool how he got that far, though. It is. He throws the bum like I don't know, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, too much money. Grabs his beer and like drunk stumbles his way in. It, it was it's very good. It's very it was cool. good.
0: And he he cons the the actual bouncer into thinking he's drunk, and then he beats him up and he takes the key card and yeah yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Biggie, who is you know the guy from the opening scene of this movie, he claims that power represents the next evolution of the human species, with the pills' powers derived from the abilities of animals like. The Wolverine frog, or chameleon, or other things we've already seen in the movie, correct, and things and we have that we know we're going to see in exactly. the near future. It's funny that they're just like, like Wolverine, wink, ding. <laughs> well, which is it? It's everything. It's All the both. above. <laughs> it's a heavy-handed wink. It's a. It's <laughs> what's heavier than a John Favreau? Because I'd imagine it's. I'm going to call it a catfish. 'Cause That's... this is extremely heavy handed and these two guys said catfish. That's sure the did. best I got. Because they haven't done jack shit besides that. Paranormal Activity Four, Dave. Apologies to the entire cast and crew of Paranormal Activity Four. Or three, it might be actually. So They Big got it e- when it was hot. A hot franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they make like seven of them? I don't Something know. like that. So... I've never seen one of them. Oh. You should probably see the first the one. The first one's worth seeing. The first one. It's not the biggest money maker of all time. I think Blair Witch still has that, possibly. Yeah, I think so. For like low budget plus yeah, the profits. I remember. Yeah. With Paranormal Activity, it was one of those things of like, oh, call and get it in your city or whatever it was. It was one of those. Yeah. Guerrilla marketing campaigns that made it work out. Yeah, but I think it was artificially like. I,
1: I think they probably had plans to come to theaters anyways. Yeah, but that's
0: good marketing. Uh, sure is ex- extremely good sure marketing. Yeah. I like that actually. Yeah, we plan on a wide release, but we're going to tell people to call in. We're going to tell people to to call in. This is going to be super exclusive, guys. Everybody's going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, trust me, we're not basing our marketing strategy on the room who had a billboard up in LA for fucking a decade. That's not what we're doing here. Amazing. Amazing. So Biggie puts Casey Neistat's girlfriend into a chamber of some sort and gives her a pill. And why is he in this movie? Why is Casey Neistat famous?
1: I thought it was. uh... Sean Penn got punched in the nose again. <laughs> That's not who that was?
0: No, it's this YouTube fuck who's probably like a really nice guy, actually. He seems like a good guy, but I just I don't know why he's famous. It's just There's videos a lot of, of, of people like, out there like that now, though. So Hey, look, look at me. I got this skateboard. I'm going to ride it in the streets. So like and subscribe. Worked for Tony Hawk for a long time. Yeah, but he is actually good. Gotcha. Worked for Steve-O for a long time. I got nothing for yeah, that one. Nothing <laughs> at all. But he was so bad, Steve, it was good. Steve-O just put out another like special, and he duct-taped himself to a billboard. That's phenomenal. California. Yeah. You want to talk about guerrilla marketing.
1: Yeah, it's great. David Blaine's levels of marketing there.
0: Yeah, but David Blaine would have got out of it. Steve-O's still there. No one brought him down. They <laughs> nor, forgot about him. Nor should they. He's like the Pontius of Jackass. Oh, no, Pontius the Pontius of Jackass, the person everyone forgot about. I was like, who? Chris Pontius. <laughs> yeah. Party boy, of course. So anyway, this girl is in this chamber, and it turns out her power is thermal regulation. She's Iceman. She's Elsa. She's somebody else who freezes things. She's the Ice Queen. I like how they have to turn on like a heat lamp to make it comfortable for her. Yeah, well, this is the first time she's using her powers, and maybe she doesn't have full control over it. We'll find out, I guess. This actually is the plot of Frozen at this point, this this moment. You're right. (laughs) I got two daughters, man.
1: That just doesn't seem like it makes sense. If you made it hotter in there, if she's thermoregulating, she'd have to get colder and progressively colder the hotter you make it, no?
0: I don't know if that's... I think she just has a set temperature she reaches, and if you're heating it up, she won't reach that temperature. That's how I took it. Don't bring in science too heavily into this, because... That's fair. If you want to double entendre, Stephen Hawking just rolled over in his grave. Impressive. That was good. That's airtight. No dead spacemen here. None. Zero. (laughs) That's what we're aiming for right now. We're trying to keep all the spacemen alive. I don't think we're going to do it. No. Nope. Uh, we're we're okay right now. So Art kills the other bouncer slash bodyguard with an ice luge, because why not? It's awesome. It's, it's so good. cool. And then the blood starts slowly going through. I love the, it. Uh, I love it so much. Fantastic. And then he goes and interrogates Biggie at gunpoint underneath like a serving platter, because he's a badass, and we love him. Jamie Fox. And Jamie then- Kennedy Fox. <laughs> yes. Nope. Sure. Why not? Have those two ever been in a movie together? Nope, because Jamie Foxx has standards. I'd imagine. I'll remind you that he was once blue in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Nope, because Jamie Foxx has an Oscar. Yeah, that was a paycheck roll. Fair. Yeah. So the blood eventually flows into some girl's glass. She sees the dead bouncer. She screams. And now everybody's going crazy. They're like, everybody draw your guns and aim them at everybody else. It's like a Mexican standoff gone awry. Yeah, And then there's this one guy. It's a lot like a McPoyle Mexican standoff. (laughs) (laughs) Stab somebody! (laughs) There's this one guy, the only person in the room who's wearing a mask, because I guess they just didn't want to get a real actor for this role, because it ends abruptly. Yes. He takes a power pill. Yes. And he blows up. Right, because the animal in the animal kingdom, that explodes itself. Or it's just a, a volatile drug that they haven't, they're focused testing it on New Orleans right now. And they're tracking all the people who take it. Hydrochloroquine. That's what they called it. That's what it is. We're not political. Stop Stop it. Stop doing that. Stop it. So now everybody starts shooting everybody because the dude just exploded. (laughs) Shoot somebody. Shoot somebody. And the chamber that the girl is in gets damaged so that the heat lamp turns off. And then she turns into just an ice statue. She does. But we see the entire fight scene. From inside, from inside this it's chamber, so cool. and Jamie Fox is kicking ass it. the entire time. It is amazing. It looks great. Meanwhile, this girl is in the foreground of the shot, just crawling, dying slowly. Her ice hand sticks yeah, to know, the floor, I, and I she know. pulls it up, and her finger stays down. I know, I've seen Frozen too. Birds blood <laughs> everywhere, and you're like, that if finger she even does that the finger, reach. You should before let she it says Anna. Like I, I know, I've seen it. Yeah, it's a good
1: decision. It, decisions were made, and it was. Could it was a good. very Fantastic. good. Love the decision. way they framed that shot.
0: I know it's interesting the way you just said that because usually whenever you talk about decisions, it's an acting choice. This was a directing choice, yes. and it is fucking beautiful. Yeah. So now, like everybody's dead except, of course, Biggie and Art. And Art holds Biggie at gunpoint, and he's like, "Tell me what I want to hear." And he's like, "All right, <laughs> there's a ship. It's called the Sega Genesis, and that's where <laughs> we're holding your daughter." And then, of course, Frank shows up because he was following the. GPS on the phone, and he got there, and he met Robin outside, and sure. she was like, he's like, I gotta go get this this art guy, and she's like, yeah, he's inside, but like, don't go get him, he's good, and he's like, no, he's bad. Anyway, he holds art at gunpoint, and then Biggie's like, uh, oh, they're distracted by each it's other. It's pretty much a walk-hard Jenna Fisher Dewey Cox situation of I'm not going to do drugs anymore I'm not going to day hug and he pops it. It's like what'd you just take? I just took Project Power, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why would you look away at all when this guy is clearly the power source, John C. McGinley penis style, and you know he's got pills on him. He he, he has a whole briefcase of them. Why why would you look away? Pocket? But he's also only got two fingers on the one hand, so like maybe that's what they're thinking. Like oh, he can't twist. If a you want to go back to Scrubs again, because janitor wife thumb pinky. <laughs> it's very sad. Nice. <laughs> You do uh, have to twist the pill. I don't think we've said that. You got to twist it's, it to, thing, to activate it or whatever. I don't know. I don't know either. But it's he, it, he twists the pill for what it's worth. I don't think you have to twist the pill two because fingers. Jamie Foxx is about to somehow roll it between his his he teeth. He twists it like a like you would a cherry stem. We'll That's, get. There. They're not the same. We'll get. there. We'll get there. You're right. So Biggie hulks out, and we learn why he has the name Biggie. Gets all big. He's huge. Right. He starts rapping, and it is such a cool. He's the East Coaster, oh, or is he the West Coaster? I can never keep track of the old school rap things. Here's Can't where. Do it. Here's where I, I have to East.
1: disagree. I thought that was some of the worst CGI of the movie. It was terrible. Oh, no, the, I'm not saying the CGI oh, okay. is
0: good. I just the idea that that his name is Biggie and he gets real big, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's cool. It's Infinity War Peter Dinklage bad. Yes, he's another one who had okay. like okay. <laughs>
1: He's another one who had like weird scarring on his neck or something. So you knew yeah, you're like, there was something that was gonna come they out. They
0: always hit at everybody's powers based on like when they're just unpowered. You're like, all right, this guy's got scars here and here. Who knows what he does? It's pretty neat. Pretty I neat. like it. So Art, Robin, and Frank flee, and then Art kills Biggie with a big old explosion. They run down a hallway that has gas all yeah, over it. For gas holes and he just opens all the gas and he shoots and he blows up Biggie. Biggie's dead. That seems like uh most of Art's art. Seems like a West Coast. Coast wind. Wind. But he still needs to get his daughter, I guess. So Frank arrests Art, and he tells his captain, even though he's suspended. He's like, hey, Cap, got the bad guy. And then Art's like, you don't want to do that. I like this part a lot because Art, he knows a lot. Yes. He obviously knows more than he's telling anyone and more than he's telling the audience, which is just annoying, really. That's yeah, fine. If he went around and just said, instead of like Newt, how he drew a fucking Newt in order to say, he just said, a newt? hey, the power guys with the pills, they got my daughter. She's the source. Everyone's be like, "We gotta help this guy." Yeah, that sounds awful. I mean, he told easy. Robin, and she was like, "I gotta help this guy." So, but he's out. being real fucking coy with JGL. He is. He's like, "If you bring me in, well, the first thing that's gonna happen is your captain's gonna tell you don't bring him here. He's gonna set up a second location, and then he's gonna kill you because somebody else is telling him what to do." Nailed it. I don't like it. This is the part of the movie where astronauts gonna die. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. So Art explains to Frank that. The whole power epidemic in New Orleans is a mass testing to stabilize the drug, and that his daughter Tracy is the source of the drug's power. So now he's like, okay. It's the kid in X3. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely it is. Art convinces Frank that his captain is actually taking orders from Telios, and he purposely is captured so he can get onto the Sega Genesis.
1: Correct. Where there will be Sonic the Hedgehog
0: genes. Correct. There won't be. There's going to be a Juggernaut, bitch. We'll get there. And also Wolverine, but we'll get and there. And we'll get there. <laughs> Robin recognizes Wallace from a photo that Art carries around wherever he goes. And she's like, I got to follow that guy. Because they were like, Robin, don't come with us. You're a child. I'm arresting this man. But she's like, I'm going to follow that guy. Because I know. This movie pretty much said, we need an act three. Just make it obvious. If they stuck with us for this long. Yeah. Just, they're, they're on board. Just They're on, just literally on board the ship. Just yes. finish this thing. Yeah. Frank convinces a guard to let him in. But he doesn't. He gets shot. But luckily, he's all pilled up. So he's like, you know, he's, he's Bruce Willis. He's great. He's like, I got shot, he's but Kenny I'm okay. Schmidt. Yes." Robin freaks out because she doesn't know what Frank's power is. So she's like, oh, he's dead. I guess I got to go in now. And she infiltrates the ship.
1: (laughs) Right. I find it weird that he would be getting these pills from her and it never come out what his power is. You figure you'd
0: ask. I don't know. They seem pretty close. I would be asking all my friends. This would be like an aim away status of BRB, go get bulletproof or BRB, (laughs) go get fiery. Oh, look, I can teleport. What animal teleports? What animal grows to massive sizes? What animal explodes from the inside. <laughs> I still don't think the explosions are animals. Agreed. That is just an unstable drug. That's why they're testing it in New Orleans. Ah, uh, fine. If that makes sense then. That's fine. If Biggie What animals just... grow to abnormal sizes? Biggie was just puffing out his cheeks and chest like a blowfish. Yes, yeah, it's blowfish. <laughs> Goodness. You've been saying my name wrong the whole time. This is Xerxes now. My <laughs> name is Hootie. Hootie, I love it. JGL, he he was Hootie in an episode of Third Rock. He got detention. And he had him dressed up as a school mascot, Hootie, and he okay. got really into it. All right, yeah. The more you know. Do, 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 do. So now that Biggie's dead, we need we need somebody else to run the show. So we got Gardner, and she's the head bitch in charge. Sure, because we need more characters in this thing. And she tries to convince Art that they're doing a good thing, and he's like, "You're not. You're not doing. You have you kidnapped my daughter. Yeah. You're doing a bad thing." She's like, "Yeah, but like, what about that that lady who everybody used her?" Her genes against her will, and we got all the science from it. I'm pretty sure Jamie Foxx's direct quote was, listen, I just saw season one of The Boys on Amazon, (laughs) and you are acting a lot like an Elizabeth Shue right now. I know you're bad underneath it all. I know you're baddie. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Robin and Frank meet up on the ship, and she's like, hey, you're alive. He's like, yeah, I'm bulletproof. She's like, cool. And then she sets up in the operations control room, opening and closing security doors on the ship, and she can guide Frank to Art's location. She also... While she's there, she's like, hey, look, I found Tracy. Everything's coming up Robin. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that JGL also played a Robin?
1: I wanted to get to it eventually, but if we're here, yeah, it's yeah. Robin and Robin.
0: Well, the thing I don't like about JGL's Robin is that he wasn't Robin the whole movie. Until the And then the, the end? last scene, they were like, yeah. you should go by Robin, your real name. And I was like, dumb. <laughs> and Robin actually makes a reference. I got to stop you for a sec, yes, Steven. that's the dumb part of that movie. Full stop. That's the only thing. Not the the flaming bat symbol on the bridge. That checks out. Not the breaking of the back and climbing out of a hole and then somehow managed to get back to Gotham. Time passed. Okay. Bats healed. (sighs) Steve, what were you saying? Before Brian decided to (laughs) spew idiocy all over us?
1: Uh, When the Major makes Robin stay outside before he goes into the little frozen chamber. Yeah, made him wipe his feet. Yep, (laughs) yep, yep. She says, I thought we're like Batman and Robin. She does. At the moment, it was lost on me that her name was literally Robin. And then
0: she's reference. wearing Robin colors <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, that actually was lost on me until this moment. Yeah, oh. because this act three doesn't matter. It gets a little fucky. Yeah. So <laughs> Robin doesn't open a door for Wallace and he's like, all right, I'll open it myself. And he takes a pill and he turns into the juggernaut, bitch. Yes, he does. Because we all saw X3 and he just starts punching through solid steel doors. Frank fights a twisty man in the hallway. His power is that he's got bones that, that, that move around. That guy is a proper contortionist, right? That's who they hired for this? I imagine so. Yeah. I Check can't them. think that... It didn't seem like... If it was CGI, it was very good CGI. I don't think it was. No. Robin helps him by closing a door on his arm, and that was enough, so... Got him. That's how you kill all contortionists. You close yeah, the door on their arm. <laughs> and when Wallace arrives at the control room, Robin is snuck out in the escape hatch, and she's taking an axe to the control system. Sure. And then he doesn't follow her down the escape hatch. He nope. just goes back to the main part of the building. He's like, yeah, she got out through the escape hatch. I'm not going to follow her or nothing. <laughs> He's heading back to where Art is, where Art is explaining to his guard just facts about the pistol shrimp. It's like a, just a YouTube series about the pistol shrimp. He's like, hey, there's this animal. It moves super fast. It can superheat its surroundings to 8,000 degrees. Hotter than the face of the sun. It sends out shockwaves. It's real great. It's the most powerful animal on the planet. You probably not even know about it. You probably think it's a lion or something, you idiot. So you want to know the real interesting thing about these powers? They come from animals. You know what I got? I got the pistol shrimp. And then he reveals he's got a he's got pill in his, pill mouth. In his yeah. mouth. The and whole they, time he's had it. And the guard's like, oh, hey, I'm just going to let you out. And I think that's the right move. That is a Michael Caine just fall down. Yep. It's perfect. Yeah, all right. Let yes. me just undo your handcuffs here. But as he's doing it, Wallace walks in. And wow, this is the longest five minutes ever because he's still got his his super strength. <laughs> <laughs> he's walked all the way across the ship. He's, in the, he's yep. like, all right. And he's like. Why are you laughing? And it turns out Frank is right behind him with a shotgun. But he turns around in time and he punches him. And Frank goes flying into the wall, but he drops a shotgun. Art picks it up, shoots him in the chest, and that's literally how long the fight lasts. Wallace is dead. Were you guys not super excited about the pistol shrimp? Oh, I was. Oh, When I heard it, I was. I was like, oh, but then I thought he was bluffing. See, I didn't when think he When he was... didn't use it, I thought he was bluffing.
1: So they reference in the past and they say, you know, bad things happen when I take the pill. Or he references that a bunch yeah, yeah. of people died or whatever. And then when he says it's the bullet shrimp, I say, oh, fuck yeah. I don't know about you guys. I'm a huge nature doc nerd. I saw Steve Irwin when I was six years old, and I never got over it. I've always been obsessed with it. Sure, so you can do see you him like, now if you really do want you to. Hate he hasn't moved. Now? He hasn't moved in 14 years. I think that stingray was just doing its best at being a stingray. <laughs>
0: That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I knew about the bullet shrimp. That stingray <laughs> took the hint of Bud. Stop touching things. Just let us live. <laughs> Almost take me thumb up his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb hole. Whatever it is.
1: So I was very excited because I know that they're a kick-ass animal. They yeah. really are. Um, and I was really kind of, really at bated breath to see how they were going to showcase that. Because the CGI, other than Biggie, has been pretty awesome so far. Especially sh- with Machine Gun Kelly. And surely this is going to be really cool.
0: <laughs> so Robin <laughs> finds Tracy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really was. I was fucking
1: pumped. And I was like, that? That's
0: the bully uh, <laughs> Surely, this'll be cool, he says. So Robin finds Tracy super easily, and the two sneak away to their meeting place, even though everybody on the ship is looking for them. They have no problem getting there at the bow of the boat. They're like, all right, we made it. We're, we're teamed up. Right, we, we're all together. Oh, God, we're missing one. Oh, no, all four of them are there, and like, all right, let's get going. And then all of a sudden... Oh, I, I, I you're right. Because- this dude shows up who's literally listed in the credits as Knife Bones, because the name... <laughs> Wolverine was already taken. Yeah, it has a TM attached to it. <laughs> yes, this is Wolverine, right? Are we all in agreement? This is Wolverine. No, oh, yeah, no, because because his claws come out of his elbows and knees too, and right? knees, not not his his knuckles. It's a different thing, and he can't smell very good. <laughs> also, <laughs> if he, he might actually. I don't know if he doesn't come with the regenerative. Gene that
1: Wolverine has, then you're definitely bleeding the fuck they out. They probably
0: showed him having
1: like no, scars because he, on his elbows. He comes
0: with the Wonder Woman gene of he can block bullets with his bones. Well, his exterior bones. They're knife bones. Knife bones. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point in the movie where I went, okay, this fuck guy is this movie. This a reach for sure. Yeah. Oh man. Tracy and dumb. Frank make it to the lifeboat, no problem. But Robin stays back to help Art take out knife bones with a little uh, wrecking ball, I guess, that they have on, on the screen. like a wrecking ball. Somehow
1: this was more of a stretch than the contortionist character. Somehow. Hey, I see <laughs> what you did there. They, they stretched him out. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Don, yeah. I bet that. the
0: contortionist could smell better than knife bones. I bet you they probably, neither of them smell great, being on the ship all the time. Ah, beat me to it's it. Scurvy. Yeah. like oranges. They need some some citrus. So anyway, Robin is captured by Dr. Gardner, who's the new villain after Biggie's gone. After the old villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She Because demands- they realize we still... Our runtime is still 20 more minutes. Oh, we should probably introduce Ooh. a new character. Oh, and then let's put her in like a really weird shot in the beginning of the movie. So people are like, no, she was here the whole time. Was she, though? She right. demands Tracy in exchange for Robin's life. She's like, I'm going to kill this girl unless you bring me your daughter so I can keep doing my weird experiments. And Art's like, I can't have this. He comes out and he confronts Gardner. And there are like 17 different it's lasers awesome. on his love chest. It. Like they're about to take this guy out. I love it. And then he just opens his mouth, and he's still got that bell in there. He's like, let's go. Let's go, boys. How do I swallow that? That is control. And then he unleashes his pistol shrimp powers, which sound pretty ridiculous. Yep. When, when you say this, he unleashed his pistol shrimp powers. That sentence alone sounds pretty silly. When you see the powers, though, I'm still unsure what they are, but- he makes visually, vibrations around his feet. Visually, it looks amazing. And then he somehow kills everybody except the one person doesn't want to. But I like how it's in, like, the slow motion, and you see him throwing whatever. Sound and waves? He throws whatever it is? Heat waves? He, like, super accelerates the stuff. I don't know. I am not sure. I need to start watching some nature documentaries, I guess. I don't think Planet Earth covered the Jamie Foxx episode, despite his last name being Fox. Can a pistol shrimp actually liquidate? How do you liquidize bullets? Liquefy. That's the word I'm looking for. Liquefy. Liqu- yeah, liquidate. I'm unsure. Liqu- liquidate. Selling off your This whole your third bullets. act, I'll say it again, is just so lazy that uh, it's a cool visual gag. That's all it is. Yeah.
1: Let me nerd out for not even ten seconds. Please so go. A pistol One, shrimp two, has its claw three. almost Don't, like that's like so rude. Almost <laughs> like a uh, like an elastic, and it it's up against itself, and when it lets go of its fist, it comes out at such a speed that it it's. Like it could break glass and shit. Sure, you can edit all this out. This is really just for us. No, I'm so on I was Google like, right now. Looking I was like, he's gonna shrimp. have like a fucking spring-loaded punch or like a spring-loaded kick. It's gonna be awesome. Spring-loaded. That's the word I was looking spring-loaded. for. Spring-loaded. It's almost like a, a sp- like a spring-loaded uh, claw. So I was really thinking he was gonna have like this crazy punch or kick or something like that. Yeah. Sound waves kind of bummed me out.
0: Yeah. They call the pistol shrimp unwired, the greatest, smoothest gunslinger of all time. Okay. That is badass. That is badass. It's badass. They're a badass animal. That's a good one to get. I mean, if you're going to get one. Lucky him in the first batch. But no, hold on. Here's my real question for you. <laughs> is do you think he like WebMD'd his superpower of how he took the pill for the first time when oh, he yeah. experimented it with it? And he's just like, I vibrated like fucking crazy. I don't I don't know exactly what happened here. I'm going to go into WebMD superpower and type in my <laughs> symptoms and see what pops up. And then you have a real superhero who goes, nah, man, don't don't respect web superpower for your real superheroes, or whatever. Doctors get really upset about yeah, WebMD. Yeah, all of that. That's Definitely the, that's what happens. So how okay. does he know it's a pistol shrimp? Maybe that's he, the point I thought you were getting to. Maybe okay. he watches a lot of nature documentaries. Maybe he saw Steve Irwin at six years old and Maybe he talked to never... number one
1: sidekick superfan Steven and said, what do I got, bud? Jamie Foxx was blue at one point. I just want you guys to remember
0: that. <laughs> yes, he was. Recently. What color is the pistol shrimp? Good, it's it's good like a question. clearish... Clearish. Okay. I could see that. Or maybe I couldn't. That's a weird one. Like, how do you know that that's the animal you got? That is an interesting question. Also, why do you have shrimp DNA at any point? Evolution, Dave. <laughs> that's how evolution works, right? I like how the daughter in this thing is they say, like, oh, she's the next step in evolution. It's like, well, that's a fucking leap, then. That's what it is. She can just heal things by walking by them? Yeah, I don't know what animal does that. She walks by a plant at one point, and the plant goes, I am Groot, and it is just (laughs) upright again. In the brief time that she's in this, finish this movie, Brian. All right, let's do it. So he uses his pistol shrimp powers, and he kills Gardner and all of her men, and not Robin somehow, because he has control over it after using it twice. But it also costs him his own life. So he can control it enough to not kill Robin, but he still dies. Yeah, even though he had to use it once before. Maybe and he's a maybe he's a wasp. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Or not. A, I guess it would just be like a honeybee. Oh, is, are those the ones that die? Yeah, thingy? they lose their stinger and then they, they, they bleed out okay. or something. But how does he know that he has this power if he dies at the end of having this power? Well, conveniently, he has a daughter who can revive him. <sighs> okay. So here's Tracy. <laughs> After he's killed everybody, Tracy comes out of the lifeboat and she's like, all right, let me heal my dad. Doesn't seem like it's the first time she's done it. Fair. She resurrects him like it's nothing. They get back in a the lifeboat. They leave. And then we cut to like Frank filling oil in a truck. And yep. he's, he's like, I'm going to expose Project Power to the press and then have a long talk with my captain. And then Art's like, yeah, I'm just going to move on with my life. For what it's <laughs> Got worth. Got my kid back. I'm going to take off If the orange forever. one said that was fake news, I'd go, that sounds like fake news and That one does for the like first time news. ever. Like, What's happening in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Art gives Robin his truck and a bag full of money to cover her mother's medical needs and then tells her to use her greatness. Right, her rap greatness. That's pretty much the movie. No, it's not, because as Jamie Foxx and Tracy are driving over a bridge that we saw earlier, fine, doesn't matter, they're leaving, and you hear on the radio, this song is by Robin and Shaka. They turned out a walk hard. Yeah. Yeah, she got right right into the studio and instantly- This is Robin and Shaka, recorded 34 minutes ago. (laughs) And that's how this movie ends Project (laughs) Power from 2020, directed by catfishing folks. (laughs) This is a movie that has a great premise. It does. And it has a pretty good story, and the ending is just lazy. It's unfortunate that the premise itself is lifted from another movie. I saw that. No. Or just in general. No, there's a 2016 Indian film called Iro Mugan, it's about a drug that gives a person extraordinary superhuman strength for five minutes. On the nose. Yeah. They couldn't even go, who's the guy in, uh, there's something about Mary. It's like, no, six-minute abs or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Harlan Williams, oh, yes. that's yes. it. Like They couldn't even just change that number no, just like, a little bit. No, they keep five minutes, but make it so the superpower's random. No, 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 no not every time, but for each person. <laughs> I was going to say, because Resurrection Man is pretty cool. The premise of it's pretty cool. The comic's okay. Yeah. Where Resurrection Man, have you read it? I, it. I know Brian has. It's about a guy who gets a superpower where whenever he dies, he comes back to life, but with a different superpower. Okay. And he has no idea what it is when he comes back to life, and he has to kind of figure it out in order to solve a situation. And there's a really neat scene, no one's ever going to read fucking Resurrection, man, because it didn't (laughs) run that long, where they needed a certain superpower, so he has to keep getting shot in the head in order to figure out the right power to have. It's like, that's where I was hoping this was going to go, but when you have the same power and you pop the same pill, you know what's going on. Like it, you you know what's going to happen. It really lowers the stakes in my mind. Yeah, but then it also lets each of these people kind of build their own personality around their powers, I guess. Like if if they have and but does it because even JGL is going in cautiously to these buildings even though he could just eat a pill and then be bulletproof for 5 minutes. Well, he's only got one pill. Well, he's got a drug dealer friend. Yeah, but if he's in a situation, he's only got 5 minutes. To be inv- invulnerable. Then why doesn't he just pop a shitload of pills and be invulnerable for days? Because look what happened. We to saw somebody overdose in the second scene of the movie. Dave, he blew up because he took three. So just take two. That's take two. Call three. me in the morning.
1: <laughs> I think I think the stakes are there because there is the randomness of like the one crony and right. The...
0: It's like every sixth pill blows somebody up. Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. That seems a little ridiculous, and I like this movie, which is a little weird. Yeah, but it seems ridiculous. Are we going to talk X-Men? Because I think we need to. <laughs> it, it feels appropriate. I'm not here for nothing. <laughs> it's true. It's like, blue people, X-Men, call Steven. <laughs> this movie's heavy, heavy X3, where you have the kid who has all the superpowers, yada yada, we're trying to more or less figure out and test on this person in order to get these powers, I guess. Something track, like something, that. Sort of like yeah. that. You get characters that are just not even a nod or a wink to the juggernaut, and not even a nod or a wink to Wolverine. They literally say that his, his genetic whatever comes from the Wolverine frog. Right. They couldn't say Wolverine, but they were like, the Wolverine frog, which I'm pretty sure is a frog that's named after the comic book character. Yeah, Correct. It's got to be an issue somewhere. So... Chris Claremont is probably going to sue somebody. Yeah. And win. Matt Tomlin, the writer of this movie, was also one of the writers on the Batman. Which that trailer looked awesome. It's Oh my God. I'm yes. having a weird, we're going to talk fandom in a second, but I'm having a weird moment with all that stuff with fandom. Okay. But with this movie, it just seems like it. it's one of those ideas that is so good that now I know is stolen, but <laughs> it had no idea how to end. It had no clue what this third act was supposed to be. Yeah. And I recognized it somewhere in the second act where you get these exposition dumb, where you get this father-daughter relationship of Jamie Foxx and Robin. And the movie really just hit the brakes of like, oh, we got to lean on something at some point. Yeah. Like we need to set some sort of ground rules for where we want this thing to go. We want some sort of relationship to build very quickly. It seems lazy. It seems like it's a lazy story visually told very well. So this hasn't been out very long, so there are
1: articles coming out and there's topical conversation. I think that's the critique it's getting. I think a lot of people are like, wow,
0: awesome premise, great special effects. Looks fantastic. Looks great. Shot very well. But uh, that's it? That's the best you got? (laughs) Yeah. But I think the ending falls flat for sure. I think it does fall flat. I'm going to ask you both Rotten Tomatoes, 1 to 100. Steven, you usually look this up before you come. What do you got? I didn't look it up Ah, we got one. You didn't do it for Yay. once. I've learned my lesson. What do you got? 62. Brian? 70. 60. Okay. Critically. Audience score is 51, so pretty oh, split wow. about it. Wow. Oh, wow. The critics' consensus is, although it wastes some of its potential of its premise, Project Power is a slick, fun action thriller and features a star-making turn from Dominique Fishback. She was phenomenal. This she movie. is very, extremely very good. good in this movie. And now knowing that she's playing down her age that much, even more. That's impressive. A, really impressive, actually. Roger Ebert did not see this movie because he does not have a Netflix subscription. Yeah, I should give him my password. He's a Hulu guy. Yeah, we all know that about Roger. He's got HBO now too. Halo, I thought. Max. He has a Halo. Oh yeah. yeah. No, he still has HBO now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he bought a PS4 th- uh, just to get HBO Max. Oh, okay, I didn't know they had those there. In wherever, <laughs> wherever Roger is. Where? Where do you think he is? Cleveland? That's right. (laughs) It is hell for some people, I'm sure. James Berardinelli did see this movie. All these reviews are from the past few weeks, because obviously they have to be. He says this movie is passable popcorn entertainment, a two-hour distraction that won't stand the test of time, but was never intended to. I don't know about that. I think Netflix might make a sequel to this. I think it's set up to have a sequel. I think so, too. Especially the way that they have Tracy walking past things and them coming back to life, I think some of the villains that they killed in this movie will be back. Okay. Oh, I didn't get that vibe at all. I didn't because get that vibe it, at all. it didn't seem like she has control over power. Just whatever she walks by comes back to life.
1: I think that's even giving them too much credit. <laughs> if they, ended I don't that... agree with Stephen often. <laughs> I agree with Steven. <laughs> if they ended the movie that lazily, I think they could just as lazily reignite something else. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. They could just live in this world for a while. Project Power 2. Now? It's train spotting. You gotta slap your arm and shoot up. We got a mainline power. That baby that's crawling on the ceiling? No, that's a superpower. It's not because you're hallucinating. This one's got uh spider You and McGregor crawling in DNA. the toilet. That doesn't but not a spider yeah. spider. Like a another animal that's like yeah. a spider, but not a spider. A spider we... monkey. Yeah, it's a spider monkey man. Nailed it. We got it. <laughs> Guys, what other animals do we have? Uh Rhino? Nope, that one's taken too. No, taken take Marvel. We got uh, damn. How about like an Ant Man? Amazing.
1: No one did a lion. Why isn't
0: there feline? Be- are there, well, I guess Thundercats. That's well, even a thing. even Jimmy Fox says like, I bet you think the most powerful animal in the animal kingdom is a lion. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shrimp. Everybody knows scrimps are powerful. Richard Roper, Chicago Sun Times. He says. A vibrant and crazy and thought-provoking and immensely entertaining film that could have been even more resonant had it not settled for a relatively conventional final act we've seen in a dozen thrillers. Yeah. 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 He needs to learn. No, well, he needs to learn punctuation. Okay. He said and way too many times for my liking. I do something similar, but I use commas too often, so. Fair. Look for that in all of our show descriptions forever. It's... (laughs) Just so many commas. The comma is really the third host of this show. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Fourth host today. Thank you. Who? Oh, the pistol shrimp next to me. Got there it. There you go. All right. It's I didn't just call powerful. him a shrimp because he's short. It's powerful. I called him a pistol shrimp because he could kick my ass because he's trained to kick my ass. And shorts. And shorts. <laughs> Spring-loaded <laughs> <laughs> arms. Amy Nicholson does a fantastic podcast, with Paul Shearer, called Unspooled. She reviewed this and said: this film is nonsense. <laughs> That's it. That was it. All right. Got her point across. Concise. That's all you need. Concise.
1: It's the Ollie Williams of uh, movie reviews. Nailed it.
0: Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, rain. <laughs> movie's bad. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> there you go. Obviously, there's no Amazon one-star reviews, because why would there be? Yeah. Who's seen it? It's not on Amazon, and it just came out. Oh, fair. I forgot about them not being on Amazon. I already. would imagine that would actually get your review. This movie's not on Amazon. Yeah, one star. Was, one star. Had to watch it on Netflix. <laughs> I actually realized in this, I don't like 4K. I'm noticing that about movies. Really? I do not care for mm. 4K. They do not soften the light well enough hmm. in order to make it work. It looks like it's fake. Everything looks fake.
1: So you're, you're I mean, you come from the movie world. I mean, that's, that's your past life. Brian is, uh, he has an eye for art and he is a designer of sorts. As a casual. He wears a beret and a scarf everywhere. All it's the true. time. And the French horizontal striped shirt.
0: Yep, it's true. Uh, and a really, really long cigarette. All the time. And Big Willie style doesn't light it, just bites it. It's true.
1: Very nice. Hey, do
0: you guys want a baguette? (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Do you have any? I always carry a baguette with me. (laughs) Did you hear how I dress? I have no idea where I was going with that point. Got baguette bets over here. Uh, He's he's got like a film background, and I got like a design background.
1: So you guys kind of have a background to kind of look at this a little bit more artistically. me and baguette
0: bets. Exactly. Sure.
1: Uh, As kind of a casual movie watcher who doesn't pick up that kind of thing. It's fine. You could have told me it was in. Friday oh, it day. looks
0: clean as all hell. It looks amazing, but there's a lot of scenes that are too crisp for it to look realistic to me. Mm. Maybe that's... that's why Biggie looked like shit. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um. It's almost like the the soap opera effect with the the frame rates. The really it's hard lighting. Mm. Yeah. It's like they just don't know how to soften it yet, in order to get by. We haven't got there. We will. We'll get there. Time in the film industry. Honestly. Stop filming digital, and it'll solve itself. That's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but still. <laughs> Use film, and then you know, process it into digital, and it'll be fine. It'll look great. It'll look like everything ever made. Everything, well, recently ever made. Yeah. That's what it but is. Just higher resolution. Right. Should we give this thing a super stuff score? Yeah, let's do that. But first, I have not one, but two actual IMDb trivia this is facts. This too new to have yeah, any facts. Oh, I think it had like eight facts on IMDb, and two of them were worthy of this segment. Oh, wow. God, all right. So, when Frank says, you know what happened the last time we trusted New Orleans to guys in suits, he's referencing Hurricane Katrina and the U.S. government's poor job at helping the city. I thought they did a great job. Kanye even praised them. <laughs> yeah, Kanye also is running <laughs> for president right now and kicking on the ballot in most states. We're not political. Stop going I there, guys. he dropped out. Did he, officially? I have no idea. Oh, th- why I shop ask? Out. I, gotcha. I don't care. Why'd I uh, <laughs> I made that pun on purpose. There you go. Second actual IMDb trivia fact. Right. Robin wears a chain that says, Rockin' Robin, which is also the name of a rock song from the late 50s. Okay. So, if you're wondering where the bar is, these are the first 10 IMDb trivia facts, and those are two of them. So, like, you know, make up some shit and put it on IMDb. Please. Project power. Superstuff score. We start always with story and motivation. 0.5? And only because the first half of it is, is believable and interesting, yeah. and then it gets lazy. And I, I'm going to go 0.25 because it's not even an original story, apparently. Fair. Oh, good point. That's true. The premise itself is not original. Uh, although, do you think these catfish guys watch Indian movies? I don't know. But it could be one of those happenstance things, but then again, it's very specific. Can you imagine a ridiculous,
1: over the top Bollywood version of this movie? Sign I'll me be the fuck so up. Good.
0: I'm 100% on board. Yeah. Except in that one, everybody has super strength, it's not different powers. Okay. It's just, basically, they were like, our man? Yeah, but for five minutes. So they stole the premise themselves. Yeah, nothing's original anymore anyway. So is it really- <laughs> Especially when you're talking superheroes. Does it, it really matter then? Done. Let's do point 0.5 then. Because nothing does matter. You're right. Yeah. I think motivation's solid. Story does suffer at the end. Hero. Heroes. Who? I imagine we're talking Art and Frank. and Because Robin, she's like the main character, but she's not the hero of the story. She's kind of just- it's almost told through her perspective, but not actually. And sure. it's
1: very much happening to her, and yes. she's not really an She's in the of middle of yeah. it.
0: They're okay. It's I mean, a story about a guy who wants to get his kid back. Yeah. That's fine. I just want my kids back. And also, corrupt cop with a heart of gold. Right, who wears a Saint's jersey, so we remember where this is. Right. At all times. Right. Although, he didn't need it. I remembered where it was. The whole movie. They were very, I'm not going to say heavy-handed with the New Orleans stuff, but it was obvious we were in New Orleans. Pretty fair. Uh, I'm willing to go point 0.5, and I don't even feel good about it. I for would, some yeah.
1: I was even leading 0.25. Let's go 0.25. I think, two point five. Five. Yeah, I, think I, I think as a hero, Steven looked at my face and went, "You don't mean that." Yeah, no, I can tell. <laughs> like, I can,
0: I know you're giving it a point 0.5 because you don't want to be too hard on it because you did like it. But yeah, I think it is a point yeah, two 0.5 for yeah. the hero. And then we talk about the villains. Who the pill Biggie? I don't think it's Biggie, and it's Biggie the lady who then, shows up conveniently gardener, yeah. at the end. I'm gonna go zero. zero. I think it's a zero. There's no anything built behind these villains. No. Fine. Now, parents, teamwork? What do we do here? I don't even know. I think we should do. Well, we don't really have a lead so much. Right. We kind of do what we kind of don't. We can't even do teamwork here, can we? No, because I mean, they end up working together eventually, but the whole movie, they're kind of against each other until that scene. I wanna go zero overall then. I think it's, yeah. Even with parents. Whatever it may be, there's no parents. It's a zero. There's no parents involved. I mean, Robin's mother. Robin's father is is not there, but we don't know anything about that. We don't know anything about Art or Frank's parents. We're pretty, or even yeah, we're pretty leaving about most things on this show, and we've stretched it to have teamwork whenever parents can't be applicable. Right, and I'm just not willing to stretch it any farther to something else. Anything? (laughs) I mean, they take Art's child, but like that's nothing. That's that's nothing. It's like at best this gets a point two five, but I don't think it's getting even that zero. Female characters. I like Robin quite a bit. I love Robin. Robin's great. Robin's fantastic. I mean, you know what? I want to give her a one straight out. I yeah. don't care about the female villain because she's barely a part of the story. She's barely a part of it, but they do make the the big bad, the woman. So that's don't care. cool, <clears throat> I guess. That's empty, apparently. I finished it. Good. I'm going to go one for Robin. I like her. One for Robin. I think she does a great job. Tracy is the key to everything. And Who cares? She's, she's a McGuffin. She is a McGuffin. That's true. Setting. This is New Orleans. This New Orleans is this one. Is definitely New Orleans. Easy yep, like, one. Shot there. So They showed me the Superdome and I went. Know that. where I am. Got it. They were on bridges a lot. At one point, Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, Mercy Buckets. Like, yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, they're in New Orleans. <laughs> That's what it. it is. Style and tone. Hmm. There's a tone. There's a style for sure. This movie has a look to it. It sure it is does. It's very intentional, and it's cool as shit. It's very gritty. The color is different than you usually get in these kind of movies. I've talked before about how you usually get your oranges and teals. This is like a this gold is like a, to it. Exactly. It's like golds and greens, and I, I love it. It looks different. There's a scene in the very beginning where they're going through all these calls coming in about these events of the superpowers or whatever. Sure. And even just that shot of them going through the city, it almost looks like a circuit board and a cell phone, but it's lighting up. It just looks so fucking cool, and the whole movie just looks great.
1: Even the wardrobe choices... Jamie Foxx looks like a fucking badass in an, an adopt shirt. Like a, <laughs> yeah, like right. a Kitty yeah. Paul adopt shirt. <laughs> right. Joseph gordon Levitt is such a New Orleans native. Yeah. I Robin don't know has that, the that
0: interesting uniform is code for, for his job. But he,
1: He's doing the, the Will Smith men in black. Yeah, yeah. You know. I
0: make this shit look good.
1: Yeah, but yeah. A,
0: but instead of a suit, it's a Saints jersey. Well, no, no. Before the suit,
1: Will Smith has the badge around the neck. Oh, that's true. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I guess when you're a detective, anything flies. It's true. We've all seen that. Honestly, if this movie does nothing else, I think it's going to help Joost and Shulman's career directing. I think it will, because visually it looks great. Visually, phenomenal. I think phenomenal. acted, it's very well done. I think the story is where it fails. Yeah. I'm sure. going to go one for style tone. It makes me nervous about um, the Batman, because Mattson Tomlin is one of the writers on the Batman. But there's, That's there's fair. other people attached to it, so it's not- Yeah. I think the Batman is, we'll get there shortly. Let's- <laughs> Music. We could, we could do it now, but- we could finish up the super stuff. Music. Big ol' zero. Was- Joseph Trapanese. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. That- oh, he did Tron Legacy, uh, a couple of the Divergent movies. Straight out of Compton, the Greatest wow. Showman. He was he was part of. Straight out of Compton, we were, we've been joking about that the whole time. <laughs> right. Uh, he did Stuber. He did the the live action uh, Lady and the Tramp that debuted on Disney Plus. Yeah, because it couldn't make it in the theaters. Got it. He's got a he's got a bunch of credits to. His I name. couldn't tell you. There anything was about music it. in this movie. I noticed it on my second watch for sure. Definitely more than the first well, time. Well, you had but... the lady who did the rap also, or whatever. Right, but I mean, that wasn't him. But that is part of the music of the movie. That's true. I'm going to go zero. See, I think it gets it, think a, a .25. I think it's aggressive, but I'll go 0. .25. That's fine. I <laughs> didn't notice it. I didn't- Because Robin raps, it gets a .25? I think Robin's rap is is well done, but I think the music itself, there was one scene where I was like, okay, I see what they're doing here. Fair enough. Done. 0. .25. One-liners. None. I got nothing. None. Am I lying? I don't care. I really don't care. Am I lying? It seems like it's forced every time it comes back. I didn't think it seemed forced. Personally, I didn't think it seemed forced. It's badass.
1: It it gives a bit of character development. You know, he's this very stern, like serious, can kind of get a reaction out of you with just looking at you and he's saying a dad. words. Yeah. 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 Don't make me take this belt off kind of threat. <laughs> he's one but, of those. A but, southern dad. Got it. My lion. Right. <laughs> but it's just not- it's not
0: quippy. There's nothing clever about it. There's nothing like, no. aha, I see what No, if anybody there. has quips in this movie, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right, and they're just dialogue at that point. Yeah. Nothing terrible. I'm going to go zero. There's All nothing right. terribly memorable about That's this That's true. Movie. Time will tell. It's, and I it's like early. It, which is so. tricky. So, Impact of the genre. Uh, it's TBD. TBD. Uh, we have no idea. We have no way of knowing. But it is a superhero movie. That's got to count for something. Its budget was $85 million, and- Opening weekend, it was the top streamed film on Netflix, so that's a thing. That's real easy to do, though. Just be on Netflix. Just be on Netflix and, and be the thing that they show you the ad of <laughs> when you turn on Netflix. When I watched it last night, it was number two. Yeah. So that's what were, It's already falling off. In? We're two weeks in. And it's falling off. They're putting up new stuff every <laughs> week. I think they now have a top
1: 10 banner on it as of this afternoon.
0: Oh, when I watched it- Oh, boy. Yeah. Today at 5 o'clock, it was still number two. Oh, okay. All so. right. I'll go point five to be safe, because who knows? There's no way to there's know. There's no way to know. Maybe it gets a sequel. Maybe it doesn't. It's so hard to gauge these Netflix shows too, because it's like who right. knows what the impact is. We don't get real numbers from it. Right. So when you guys so when you guys
1: do I should know this as the the number one fan. You huh? should. When you guys do impact of the genre, are you only considering, you know, if there's a sequel comes, if if there's money attached? Like no,
0: no, no. We, you um, kind of look at it more as the franchise itself Yeah, is the way I've always look at it. Or if it does anything big for comic book movies. So that's how I take it. Yeah. I always
1: think about well, what movies were influenced by this, what yeah. movies kind of built upon the world. Right. This and built? you want?
0: To, I'm curious to look back on? You could probably look at the number. Is where did Kick-Ass fall for impact okay. on the genre? Because Kick-Ass had a weird spot of that being a movie that spawned other unsuper people, yeah. if you will. We gave it a zero wow okay so maybe we're a little fucky with this <laughs> this is actually a great question now but what is kick-ass's impact on the genre did it spawn those movies because a lot of them came before it yeah you're not wrong actually okay fair it's impossible to tell what this thing's gonna be exactly right now so this that's why we play it safe play and give it, safe, it a point point five, 0.5 give it a and you know yeah. this whole thing is arbitrary anyway <laughs> you're right so why not also I, I do think that Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman will will see something from this. They will get something out of this, for sure. Just by the look alone and the choices they made. Correct. That's going to give Project Power a total score of four. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. That seems all right. That seems good.
1: Amazing when you think a quarter of that is being run just by Robin's kick-ass performance.
0: Yeah. Does this does this pass the Bechtel test? I think it does. I think it does, too. I believe it does, because Robin and Tracy do talk, and it's never about boys. Yeah, so We're men. Perfect. We got one. Men are just taller boys. You wouldn't know anything about being tall. Careful. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I'll break these bones right the fuck out these elbows, Dave. Oh, God. <laughs> he has Wolverine frog powers. <laughs> Why is he sniffing the air so much? Oh, Brian, before we get to what we're talking about next week, we had a bit of a big moment in Very big. Guess, our realm. DC Fandom. DC Fandom. It was a thing. They did their own. They were like, fuck Comic-Con. We're going to do our own thing. And they did it. And it landed real hard. They dropped so much stuff in one day that it was like, what? It was mind-boggling how much was dropped. I had it on in the background all day while I played Fall Guys and stuff. What did they talk about? They talked about all sorts of stuff. We have a new Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. They revealed two video games, Batman Gotham Knights and uh, Suicide Squad. Where you kill the Justice League, which looks pretty like exciting, amazing. They teased the Flash movie with Michael Keaton's Batman suit and a new suit for the Flash. They're definitely going Flashpoint at this point. Oh well, yeah, I think they've already Abs- announced that it's Flashpoint. Oh, it's so good. They revealed the cast and characters of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. They sure did. All of, there's so many of them. There are so many more than I thought there would be. And he said, "Don't get too attached." So, a lot of things I read said this is the most James Gunn movie. Yeah, that there will be, which is crazy. During the panel, considering what's coming next week, wink. (laughs) Somebody during the panel asked about special effects and explosions and stuff, and he said, "There's more in this movie than all the other movies I've done combined." Jeez, So that'll be interesting. All right, Uh, the Rock was there. He gave us announcements about Black Adam. Yes, he did. We saw a whole concept trailer. Yeah, and illustrated by Jim Lee and Boss Logic. That's a good team up, man. Yeah, it is. You have a legend and you have a modern internet legend. Like the new guy on the scene who's just crushing it yeah. all the time. An Instagram artist, really. How about that? When you think about it. Yeah. Do you know what world he's huge in? Boss
1: Logic? Who? What? The MMA world. He does a lot of like uh, uh, posters and stuff for upcoming fights. Really? And Yeah, and huge. I mean, it's always like, oh, Boss Logic did a new
0: for this Damn. fight. You check it out. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty the big range. in that world. He's yeah. huge in comic books. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Okay. Massive. Probably... The biggest right now, actually. Wow, okay. As far as like fan speculation and, sure, and sure. Photoshop, stuff like that. Titans revealed the villain of season three is going to be Red Hood. Badass. Love, Love that. that. And Oh, also in Black Adam, we found out the JSA, what members of the JSA are going to be in the movie. What do you got? Hawkman. Classic. Adam Smasher. Okay. I don't remember the other two. And others. And others. Two others. Still you got no, Google? Gah. Still no uh, Martian Manhunter, huh? No, but- we did green. also get a preview for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Sure did. And while there wasn't any footage of Martian Manhunter, you can count on him being in it. <laughs> Good.
1: Good. You guys were talking uh, two weeks ago now, three weeks ago actually by the time this comes out, about who would you swap in and out. Yeah. And I was screaming at my phone that nobody said Martian Manhunter, for my sake with the green skin, but screaming at my it's phone. It's not
0: blue. It's fair. I don't blame you. Dr. Fate and Cyclone are the other two in the JSA. I'm intrigued to see a live action Doctor Fate. Yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's really be interesting. a thing. All right. And then finally, we got the name of the Shazam sequel. We sure do. Finally, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I love it. I'm curious to see where that goes cuz that could go a yeah. million different ways. The thing that you pointed out to me immediately was it could be it could be Trials, Trials of, Shazam, of Shazam, but that's a very heavy Freddy story, like that I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They teased the villain last movie also. It could go a million different ways. Yeah. Yeah, I'm and then curious. the very last thing they gave us to close out the show was the first trailer for Matt Reeves' The Batman. Thoughts? It looks so good. It looks so gritty. It's like a year two story. He, he went on for a long time about it, and it just seems like the amount of attention to detail this guy's paying and the respect he has for the, the story and the genre and where Batman comes from is just super good. Right, and if only fans had the respect for Robert Pattinson before they saw the trailer. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah, that be something? Wouldn't it? Boy, that bandwagon is going to break its wheels Oregon Trail style from the people <laughs> diving on. Yo, I've loved him since Twilight. Bullshit. You guys are still calling him the Sparkly Batman. That's true. and He's also, a very good actor. One of the writers in the movie is Mattson Tomlin, who we said can't write a third act. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Meatloaf Mathman, two out of three, bad. That's true. Fandom, kicked ass. It was really cool. That's great. Your move, Marvel. They'll answer. I'm sure they'll answer in <laughs> Maybe. spades. Brian, what are we talking about next week? Next week, speaking of Marvel, back in the MCU. We are. Talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. James oh. Gunn. Speaking of James Gunn. How about that's a that? fun one. James Gunn's got a big ego. He does. I'll tell you someone who a bigger one next week. Oh. Oh, I get it. Like the planet. Like the planet, Brian. It wasn't that... I mean, I didn't hide anything. There was no, no subtlety no, no, behind no. it. That, that was the project power of references. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Sylvester Stallone is coming into the MCU. That's just hitting me. That's true. What and, the hell? And Miley Cyrus. So, you know. We're living in weird times. We'll get there. She's coming next to like a wrecking ball, like I said earlier. It'd be great. <laughs> Until then, be sure to rate review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. You can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Cape Podcasters. There's links for that on our website, capepodcasters.com. You can also find a link out to our Patreon, where we're doing not so super movies, Batman animation, and the poll list and sometimes blurt and turny. Forgot my own pun. It's true. <laughs> we also have the not so super movies. This month is The Rock. The Rock. It may or may not be out by now. Who knows? Hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. It might not be. Who knows? On account of what what is today? September first? It might come out today. Who knows? It's the end of the month. That's our August movie. Next month we will have Get Out. Get Out. It's gonna be great. Can't wait. So much fun. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, send them to KatePodcasters at gmail.com. Number one sidekick superfan. Thanks for being here. Hey guys. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to talk to you. I am upset that there were you no know, blue. Yeah, next time we'll definitely get you some something here? blue. I apologize. We'll talk about like arrested development or something. I'm more upset that you and I agreed on something. I don't like it. I'm i really actually really uncomfortable. I felt more comfortable than usual yeah. with you two not bickering. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> ant it's a good movie. Nah, it really All right, is. we did it. We're back. <laughs> there we All go. right, cool. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting again. <laughs> I guess we're going to see you next week for Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Same pod time? Same pod power. It's the best he's got. <laughs> That's yeah. it. So Brian, so Dave, that is Project Power. Sure is. What do you think happens post credits? I think we start seeing superheroes popping up around the country, and we leave New Orleans. We end up on on the West Coast. We're in California, and we end up in a little town called Malibu. And there, there's a man named Brad Gluckman. And I uh, don't, I don't care for where this is going. <laughs> it turns out <laughs> that uh that he's he's part of this whole scheme, and. <laughs> And we get a sequel to Malibu's Most Wanted starring Jamie Kennedy. Uh, finally! It's called Malibu's Power because the title of this movie is pretty lazy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Steven, what do you think happens? Stop mentioning Jamie Kennedy. I won't ever. Stop it. He's going to think he's, he's the important. new limb biscuit of this podcast.
1: Uh, so the major leaves Robin uh, and her mother a chunk of change when he takes off. So she, uh, she has a bunch of cash and she's going to upgrade that motorbike into a car. She's going to get her first car, you know? So her and her friend from the class who who was her hype woman, you know, yeah, she's yeah. a rapper. <laughs> hype woman. They they <laughs> Yeah, they go down to the used car dealership and she's filling out the paperwork. She picks out this hot red Mustang and kind of signs the paperwork over, she sends it to the car salesman, and he goes, Wow, you should really go by your full name. And the friend grabs paper takes a look, goes, Wait, hold up. Your name's Batman
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Oh, it's good. Dave, what do you think happens? What I think happens is someone else takes a pill, and as he's swallowing that pill, he looks up and he says, you guys know you had the Wolverine guy in this thing, and you had the Juggernaut guy? Well, my animal, it's the mole rat, because it goes off of magnetism. And then all the metal just starts bending around, and it ends really fucking lazily, because, you know, the third (laughs) act of this movie doesn't mean anything. They're throwing in animals in order to make the powers, and- that's the whole premise of the X Men, really, isn't it? <laughs> Is to make the powers convenient to the story. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>